Let us be aware that while they preach the supremacy of the state, declare its omnipotence over individual man and predict its eventual domination of all peoples on the earth, they are the focus of evil in the modern world. America will find you, and we will bring you to justice. We came, we saw, we died. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, or shall I say good afternoon. It is May 22nd, 2023. Well, from my window today, it's not really sunny. It's not really blue skies. It's more of a white overcast. Nothing really much to get you out of your house for, so I've just been sitting around today contemplating on where the world's headed and how we're going to deal with it. Uh, Nothing really major, I guess, happened this weekend in America. Um, Yeah, no, no newsworthy notes, no noteworthy news, just kind of one of those blah weekends. Um, So... Given that there's nothing new to talk about, I spend most of my weekend uh, down by the beach, at the pier, having a little fun. But uh, yeah, since there's no news to talk about, I'd like to talk about something that strikes me every now and then, every time some new controversy in American politics or American culture pops up. And it's this concept of how, in one generation, we have completely turned heel on everything that we were taught and raised by when we were kids, when we were younger. So anybody who grew up in the 80s or 90s <clears throat> should be able to tell you that used to grown-ups would tell you that there are three things that you don't discuss, that you keep to yourself, that are private to the individual. Those three things are your religion, your politics, and your sex, what you do in the bedroom. You don't bring those up in polite society. Those were things that you didn't talk about at the dinner table, that you you dealt with on a personal level. They were no one's business but yours. Okay, who you worshipped was your business, and nobody was supposed to care. Who you voted for was your business, and to tell someone who you voted for was almost seen, seen as uncouth. If you went to the office, started talking politics, people would tell you to shut up. Keep that to yourself. Don't bring it in the workplace. What you were doing in the privacy of your own bedroom was something that was your business and yours alone. Well, and the business of whoever you were doing it with. Now, it took years for people to get to that point of, look, we don't care what you're doing. Just Keep it to yourself, just like we don't care who you're praying to. Keep it to yourself. We don't care who you vote for. Keep it to yourself. And that's what they taught us when we were kids. In school, we learned this. Uh, this is what all the old people, my, my parents, my grandparents, you know, the aunts and the uncles, this, this is what the media told us. This is just what I was raised to know, those three things. They were yours and yours alone. 
But somehow, in the past, oh, 25 years, well, I'll call it the last 20 years, it was still sort of this way in the early 2000s, but let's call it the last 15, 20 years. The world has turned over and taken that idea of individual privacy, of individual uh, autonomy over your mind, your body, your mental efforts, how you how you project yourself onto the work onto the world used to mean keep it to yourself now we've got this idea that everyone around us and everyone in the world has to know who we are what we are and what we think at all times we have lost the ability to mind our own fucking business we have lost the ability to keep shit to ourselves we have lost the ability to not be not stressed for recognition, not stressed for the limelight. No one is content anymore just living their life, being themselves. And that's it. That, that, that No one is happy with this anymore. Nowadays, happiness is directly correlated with how many people know you're happy. Everyone seems to think that the world needs to know what they're doing you know what they think everyone has to project their ideas into the world and get recognition for it or else they just don't feel fulfilled it seems and it blows my mind because the same people that were being taught this in the 90s and the 80s are now the ones that are actively so broken by this new age standard of hyper recognition so it just i don't get it i do not get it at all and conversely the people who were teaching us this in the 80s and 90s you know the pri the previous generation the gen x the the boomers whatever you want to call them they were the ones teaching us this philosophy of keep everything individualized keep everything to yourself because the, simply the world does not need to know but now they're the ones sucked into this as well. They're, they're just as guilty. I mean, I, everybody has the ant that is posting nonstop on Facebook about any given cultural trend that's happening or any event that pops up in the news cycle. Everyone has that one aunt or that one uncle who just has to put their word in, has to have something to say. Why? Why? <laughs> Why can't you just sit at home or go go out for a walk and enjoy a cup of coffee, contemplate on what's going on around you and think and just think about it. You don't have to spew off nonsense the first chance you get and try to engage anyone who will listen. But that is the world we live in. And, you know, somewhat that's what I'm doing here. That's what podcasts do in general. Uh, that's what anyone who talks does. But I think there's a, a nuance to keeping yourself restrained and keeping your beliefs your own instead of co-opting the beliefs that are passed around in your circle of friends, your circle of influence, and just latching on to whatever thoughts and ideas seem to be popular recently. Because there, there, there is a... Uh, you know, there's somewhat of a of a beauty about being able to have your own ideas 
and to stick with them, you know. And we, we see these things change. The cult, culture changes. Society changes. People who were labeled very liberal, you know, 20 years ago, have now somehow found themselves being called right-wing extremists half the time. It happens to me. It happens to people I know. It happens to people I, you know, I follow on social media, online. I see that their thoughts and their views have not changed, but society and culture around them has changed so dramatically that now these people are outcast and are othered into a different team, if you will. Growing up, I never thought of myself as anything but a free-thinking, very progressive, liberal-minded individual. Uh, I actively resented my surroundings. I grew up in the in the South, in America. As you can imagine, there's certain trends and ideologies that permeate the Southern culture. I actively rebelled against it. Thought that I was some sort of uh, I was a I was the original wokester. I was I was a social justice warrior before there was a name for it. Now none of my beliefs have changed. None. I I think I pretty much stand by exactly. Well, that's not good. That's 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 not exactly true. But that's not also that wouldn't be good if I still had the exact same belief system I did as a fifteen year old. <clears throat> and. Overall, I think my beliefs have stayed the same. I've gathered more nuance and more perspective and traveling the world, understanding things a bit better. But overall, I think I pretty much have all the same general stances on life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness that I did uh, 20 years ago. But I've been approached and met with a lot of derogatory words recently in the past couple of years past few years, I'd say past five years since all this crazy cultural warfare nonsense has taken off, where I have been accused of everything that I always considered myself not. Now, granted, most of the time, these accusations are coming from much younger individuals. Uh, I think the proper nomenclature is Gen Zs, these Gen Z people who have no idea about how the world works and have no idea how to have individualized um, thoughts, how to have individual feelings. Their entire lives, they have been raised in a social environment. So they never developed the tool to just sit bored in a room or to get lost somewhere in the forest. So it comes natural that they are more hyper aware of uh, stigma of social ideas and fitting with a group or being in an out group they're, they're more attuned to this than I think the previous generations were so by default these are the people who have criticized I think my beliefs in the past few years and it and it is kind of funny it's sort of the old you know the tired trope of the new generation telling the old generation, oh, you're, you're so old and out of touch, you know, times are changing, that sort of thing. But I guess we don't ever want to recognize that it's us that are getting older. And yeah, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow, I guess, because the older we get, the older our ideas get as well. And eventually we are the old people rambling in the nursing home 
that the newer generations laugh at and kind of dismiss. Uh, it's a bit sad. I think the there was a somewhat of a cozy warmth to the zeitgeist in the early 2000s. You know, I think there was a time period where we were coming out of the 90s, 9-11 happened, everybody sort of got on the same team. There was a sweetness in the air. Felt like we were kind of all getting along, getting past, you know, generations of fighting and generations of uh, social inequality. We were in a sort of sweet spot where the new millennia was taken off. But then, technology happened. Technology came fucking fast. Really fast. And I don't think anyone was ready for it. Uh, used to it was, you know, everyone had to get along with the people in their environment. So you went to school, you, you, know, you were in your neighborhood, your, your, your town, your city, whatever. You had your group of friends and everybody had to get along with those around them because no one wants to be in an environment of stress and anger all the time. So that was just the natural you know, mechanism of the world was that we all just had to get along and we had to figure out how to get along and it created friendships it created uh, different groups it created there was a time you know back in the myspace days where every type of little individual community you could imagine existed peacefully on the internet somewhere there was always a chat room or a group to sit in with and meet up something but technology came, came super fast, hit us right in the fucking face, and we were not ready for it at all. All of a sudden, we didn't just have to get along with the people in our group or the people in our environment. We had to get along with everyone. We're forced to get along with everyone. Uh, now, all of a sudden, if you thought one thing, you, had, you were supposed to somehow think and have this share common ideals with those around you physically, but you were somehow supposed to justify that with sharing ideals with people who were thousands of miles away. You now, if you lived in Texas, all of a sudden, where you used to, you were just supposed to get along with your Mexican friends. You were supposed to get along with the old religious people who probably were your mayors and local government people. You were supposed to get along with them, but then. All of a sudden, technology hits, social media comes around, and you're supposed to get along with those people. But at the same time, you're supposed to agree with ideals that are put forward by some random group of people in New York or D.C. or L.A. That's an impossible task, but it became the norm. And that norm has just multiplied and multiplied and multiplied over the past decade. Now we're at a time where I think almost... Ironically, social, well, society in general, but social beliefs have become so vigilant in their uh, how do you say it? And collecting members, so every every social belief system has become vigilant and collecting more followers more believers to the point where it's become sort of an emotional and spiritual warfare and i think it's ironically getting to the point where people are starting to realize oh keep that shit to yourself if you don't want problems if you don't want stress keep who you vote for to yourself 
Keep who you pray to to yourself. And it ain't nobody's business where I stick my dick. I think we're moving back into that era of belief. And hopefully, uh, hopefully that becomes the norm again because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm tired of getting yelled at. I'm tired of hearing people getting yelled at. I'm tired of people yelling at people. Nobody gives a fuck. You're not that important. Keep your shit to yourself and get along with everybody. Mind your own business. Thank you for listening. And, uh, yeah, there was nothing more to talk about, so it was just a bit of a ramble today. Uh, see you tomorrow. Goodbye.